0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. How is everybody doing today? I am joined by a fellow podcaster and a content creator assassin, Anna. How are you doing, sister?
1: Hey, I'm glad to be here. I'm doing awesome. Thank you.
0: Awesome. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, this is, this is a outside of my comfort zone and I'll tell you why. <laughs> I don't know if, if you feel the same way, but I'm incredibly intimidated to have you on here. Um, I got a podcast and we talk about fights and we talk about the gym and we talk about uh, mentality of, of training and things like that. Um, you know, I'm slouched in my chair. I got a beer in my hand. And then I come across you and your stuff and, you know, your posture is always pretty upfront and direct. You're very articulate. You've got a full grasp of life and you put out an awesome message and having you on here, I got to I got to straighten up my back and get my words right. Um, I love your stuff. Tell people where you are and tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Thank you. Wow. It's like after an intro like that, it's like, like I have to watch what I say because I have to live up to that intro now.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Uh, well, what I do? So I'm a holistic transformation coach, and it's really about going and supporting people into creating that which they want, like that very best version of your the life that they want. And oftentimes, people don't actually know what that is. So it often actually goes into what is it that I want, not from the musts and shoulds of like what your parents told you or your friends told you, what society told you, but actually going into that depth of who am I really? apart from like my name or my occupation or my hobbies, like who am I really in tuning into that and allowing that to lead your life?
0: Right on. That's what, what I picked up when I went through your stuff, when we met on the bus that day and I started mentioning a podcast and you're like, Oh, you do a podcast too. I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, but just what you put out there, you are, super super vulnerable on those videos that you do i'll put a link in the description um uh, as to what you actually put out there and you know it's for for me i don't I, i never thought too in depth of of what you're putting out there but this is everyday stuff that we just don't take the time to think about and to understand and to, to really reflect on. Everybody's just go, 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 work, family, uh socializing, social media, showing everybody how wonderful life is. Um, but and yet really- it's so
1: important really, because it's kind of like, I live in that way too. It's kind of like, you know, you go from one thing to another and you have those kind of little milestones, but truly really you're on this hamster wheel. And then you don't realize, or, you know, sometimes like shit hits the fan and you're like, okay, how do I go through that? But in reality, it's like 95, this is proven by neuroscience, like 95% of your day in your life is unconscious. So it's like, you're only consciously in charge of 5% of your life and everything else is just run on autopilot. And so it's things like, yeah, but I don't really think about it, but really we're just replaying we're the same scenarios we're, we're playing the same situations. Like we may have different people in our lives, but it's the same circumstances with just like different faces. And that's why it's so important to bring these things to consciousness because it's kind of like, I don't want to be replaying my life over and over again in the same way. I want to go for something bigger, for something greater and like really live my essence.
0: Right. That's like, I've never thought of life that way. I've never sat down and really thought, like, I got my shit together when I moved to Switzerland for for many different reasons. But back in the day, I I was just living from hour to hour, um, going, doing the next thing and not thinking about how my mind is working or why my body isn't working or if I'm just super tired or um, just overloaded with information, stressful job. Don't really have a lot going on in my personal, personal life going from like, uh, before I moved to Switzerland, it was job, gym, apartment and sleep. And that was my six, seven days, like to really sit back and take the time to think about how, what is, what is all this? What is life? Um, I, I watch your stuff and I'm like, you know, I really should start thinking about this kind of stuff might, mm-hmm. might help me. You know,
1: that's already pretty good. I want to say with the gym part, because a lot of people, you know, they feel like or um, they feel like they go into the body. It's like, okay, well, I'm working out or I look, it's like, you know, you usually measure those standards of like, how am I doing in comparison to everybody else? It's like, okay, I'm doing pretty well. At least I'm working out or I'm fit or, you know, I have those like targets. But even there, we're not really looking at like, why am I going for that particular thing? Or is it I spoke to many people that are actually like personal trainers and so on. They were saying how they're there um, when they really got into training physically, like it wasn't from that place of, I feel so good about my body. It was actually like, I don't want to feel like shit. So how do I train? How do I accomplish more? Because it, it came from that place of, I just need to prove myself. So it didn't come from like this abundance mentality, but rather from lack. So, you know, whether we're, it's also important to see where those goals coming from, because that can be really different. And you mentioned something that it's like, oh, I got my, you know, my shit together. And that's an also important one because I'm just like, I felt like I got my shit together. I had this like perfect family, perfect picture, perfect everything. I have like two degrees. And I it's like, oh, it was- everything's amazing. But then I still felt like crap and I actually had severe depression. And I have so many clients that are coming me, coming to me with this too. Like, you know, they're going there for the goals, whether it's the body, whether it's uh, the money and then they accomplish it, it's like, shouldn't I feel better? Like, why do I feel worse? And it's actually worse because you feel like if I reach this thing, it's going to make me feel so good and amazing. And then you reach it and you're like, Crap! Now I don't know what's gonna make me feel amazing. Like I still feel horrible, and so it's kind of like, did you get your shit together? You know, by the standards of what you were told that happiness would look like, was it? You know, by what your family believed that having your shit together meant, was it society, or was it actually connecting to? Was it what is it that I really want?
0: Yeah, what what is it that I really want? You you just made. I think I've tricked you, and this is my therapy session that I'm getting for free, so I don't pay for this. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Because I, I had like a small group of friends in school, right? And I always wanted to be a guy in a large group of guys getting um, ready in a house where we all have pre-drinks, getting like a buttload of taxis, heading up to like the main city where I lived and then just the boys going out, right? And I never had that. I had like a small group of friends, great friends. Um, but when I joined the gym, that I learned how to fight in, in, in Cork, where I'm from, when I joined that gym, there was a big truckload of guys and we all made plans at the weekend. And I was in this group of guys and I was like, you know, I just kind of want to go home and watch a movie. I'm not really having a lot of fun here with this group of guys that I desperately wanted, like for the last 10 years. Um, so yeah, finding out what makes you happy, what you think makes you happy is key. Um, And what you touched on is fascinating to me. Why? And I want to ask you, like with all of your knowledge in this way of thinking, why put your stuff out there on social media? Why start a podcast? It's fascinating to me why this would be something that you would do.
1: Well, first of all, why not? And it's really about, you know, I mean, really, why not? It's because, um, You do that, which lights you up, first of all, and just comes so naturally in the sense that when you tune into that, I mean, when I had my like severe depression, I got out of that, I was like, and it actually started just with basic, it wasn't touching on any kind of practices, whatever I do now, that's a lot deeper, but it was just basic like cognitive behavioral therapy, which is really like, there's 10 distortions. This is basically like a manual to your brain. This is what you do. This is how your mind lies to you. This is how the inner critic like... Uh, sabotages all of your everyday life. And like, this is how you talk back to it. And that was so basic. And I'm like, how, how, how do people not know this? How is this not taught in school? This is like so basic because the reality is most people go through depression at some point in their lives. That's just our reality. Okay. We have depression on the rise. We have anxiety on the rise. Like this is just an everyday thing because we're just so overloaded and we we're not given the coping mechanisms for that. So my question was just like, how is this this is so basic and this has to be taught. Why is this not uh, more out there? And instead what else out there is more like, you're not enough and you need to buy this to be better. You need to, you know, accomplish all these things to be better. Like you're not enough, you're not enough, but we're not told how to go against that. So it's just, it was just a kind of, that's what came up and it's like, why not? And also just the, you know, you do that, which brings you joy. And uh, cause I share a lot of my content on Instagram. So that was just something that I don't know, that was just the platform that resonated and it just something that I feel connected to. So that's what I do because it just lights me up.
0: And when you put your stuff out there, you look like so happy doing it. Cause I think, I think it makes you happy putting that message out to whoever's willing to listen. And, you know, we've got a society now that is, it is, it's so mind numbingly terrible where the biggest followers on Instagram are the biggest celebrities on Instagram are, are have followers because they're showing their boobs and their butts. And I, I look like I scroll through Instagram a lot every day. Right. And I just, I see this just cesspit of, of, of depression and people putting out stuff there. And you can, you can tell when someone's fake smiling yeah. and I'm like, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. I'm like, what are you doing? Like what's going on? And then I see a lot of people putting out stuff there uh, like your content that needs to be pushed more and more people need to listen and understand what's going on because I think it's a, a positive message that would help a lot of people. Um, and I just, I I commend you for everything that you put out there because I don't sit and take the time to understand how my brain works or why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Uh, I just kind of go about my day and I'm like, Hmm, but, um, since we
1: survived another day,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but since watching your stuff, I'm kind of like, I sit back. I mean, not everything that that is being said in my opinion, I I would relate to, or, or would try and relate to, because, you know, some, some things work for other people, some things don't. Um, but I just I love what you put out there and it like Thank you. Fair fucks to you, you know.
1: Thank you. And I do want to say that you know, it's kind of like, oh, it has to be pushed out there. It's like it's also a lot of the things that I share, because I have two accounts, a lot of the things that I share on the personal one are there like a lot deeper and it's not like people are just not ready to hear it. I mean, honestly, when I first uh it was before I had my um kind of experience that got me into this work when I first heard Eckhart Tolle, who's like a great spiritual teacher, I heard him speak about the mind and how it's like, you have to be present. And the mind is like very, like the most limiting thing that there is and it's keeping you stuck. And I listened to that, and I'm like, how is this enlightenment? Like, that sounds like a lot of bullshit. Like your mind is your greatest asset. Like, what are you talking about? This is ridiculous. I wasn't ready to hear it. And then after I had an experience, like, oh, my, and that's also when I was like, just hissing at the word meditation, because I was just like, that's some hippie bullshit. Um, so <laughs> I was like, complete, I know, it's it's amazing. And now looking forward, it's like, huh, and here we are. So, but really, just like, I was not ready at that time. And even those things are like, there were seeds being planted, but I was completely rejecting it. So it's also like, some people aren't ready for that, and that's okay. Some people aren't ready to go deep, and that's okay. And sometimes, even those people that do come across my contents, like they may not fully understand it or they may completely reject it and hate it. One person was actually, um, she came up to me, she's like, I watched your video and I really hated you. Like, I disagreed with everything you said. And then I quit my job, and now I want to start working with you. <laughs> I was like, and I'm <laughs> in the conversation, I'm like, I don't know how this conversation is going to go.
0: <laughs> wow, that's so, intense. Yeah.
1: Like, you don't know, you know, you don't know what the results are for the person. And I'm not putting it out there with the, con- with the idea of like, oh, I want this person to get it or I have this agenda. I'm just like, this is what resonates with me. And this is what I think can be helpful. And though it is for those who come across it and are open to it and some won't, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because you know a coach is a bad coach when they tell you that this is the way it's done. Mm. this is how it's this is the correct way uh there's not a correct um some things like heart surgery you're probably not going to have some doctor say no I think it's a different way but um I've had a lot of coaches tell me how to box and I was known as the worst best boxer in the gym for like a year because Mm -hmm. uh my hands were down my chin was up my Posture was all over the place, but for some strange goddamn reason, I was able to land punches on guys' faces. Um, so it was just a case of it being unorthodox. Um, and yeah. when it comes to me, when I moved to Switzerland and learned how to ski, um, I'd never skied before in my life. I've, I've, I'm on the, the kid's slope. There's five-year-old kids whizzing past me. No shame.
1: Um, well, a lot of <laughs> shame.
0: There's, there's a lot of shame because the ego was there. Uh, but learning how to do it, learning the basics and then doing it my way so I didn't fall. I, I started to turn and lift my heel. The coach that I paid for two hours was like, stop lifting your heel. I said, every time I lift my heel, I fall over. I don't like falling over. It sucks. Um, but yeah, finding out what works best for you, given the the, the foundation or the base from your coach And going from there, and I think that's what, from what I observe from your stuff, it's not that you put out an exact way, it's that you put out what works for you and what may work for other people,
1: I think. Yeah, but I want to bring, because you touched on an important, like you were saying, you know, finding your own way, and then you added that part of uh, taking the foundation from your coach and then moving there, because... It depends what stage you're at. And I'm sure this is true. I mean, really in any aspects of life, it's like where some people are at that stage of, you know, you're always being told what to do and you're just used to going there. So even if I ask, like, what do you really want? Like, I usually ask uh, when I work one-on-one, it's like, well, what do you want? It takes sometimes two sessions to just get to the core of like, oh my God, this actually lights me up because we're so used to say like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Like from when we were kids or like, you know, just like everything's like, it's unattainable. It's not possible. You know? So we we got to that point of, okay, it's not even safe for me to go to what I want or like who I really want to be, or what is it that really lights me up? It's not safe. So when people are in that mode of like, I just, I'm looking for outside validation of like, tell me what to do. Or, you know, I feel like, I feel like that's a Swiss thing like here, because it's very like, you know, follow the teacher, like not, um, in some in most public schools like the system like you know it's kind of like everybody just follows this one person yeah and where a lot of people are in that place of just like i don't even know so they're not able to find their own way like those people who are there just used to doing that they don't know what their own way is they don't even know that they have a right for their own way so at the beginning i feel like it's important to maybe have some of these practices not for everybody but for some people just like can you follow this like rigid way until you can find your own strength and then you say this doesn't work for me anymore and then you're actually able to you know assert yourself in a different way
0: yeah makes sense absolutely and what it parallels to is that even a word parallel i think it is it is now it is now uh, what a parallels for me is as a coach who uh is old school tough love based coaching Uh, nowadays you can't get (laughs) nowadays you can't get away with that you know you know the show scrubs Mm -mm. uh it's a it's a funny uh sitcom from the u.s it's it's about um it's a hospital and it's like the chief of medicine the head of the one of the heads in there he's a a huge tough love giving guy dr cox Mm -hmm. i would encourage anybody who doesn't know who dr cox is to check him out on youtube Doctor Cox, best of our compilation, phenomenal. But basically, uh, it's this tough love approach to life that there's a you can't get away with it nowadays because everyone's so goddamn sensitive. Um, for example, I was always told to keep your hands up and keep your chin down, and defend yourself at all times. And if we were walking around the gym, not even training, if we were just walking around the gym and our chin wasn't tucked and our hands weren't up, our coach would hit us with a wiffle ball bat in the back of the head as we're walking past him, not even in eyesight. And, uh, I'd be like, "The fuck just happened there. Keep your hands up motherfucker. And I'm like, all right. Mm. And you learn very quickly. That's the coach. That's his way. That's how it's going to be. And I've translated that across 12 years of my life where it's not, um, handheld it's not sensitive um and i'm interested to get your opinion on that because maybe you do maybe you don't you deal with clients that are super sensitive or need the tough love and the hey come on get dust off your boots and let's go how how do you work with that because i'm interested because i'm i'm not that
1: that is such a good question actually Mm. because um so I was very. I'm more of like a tough love approach, and like my um, like the work that I begin to do is usually like in a three month container, and it's like it's a boot camp, and it's there it's just like the results are fast because I'm there. Not you know we're going right to the core, and when some people are like, but I want to talk about my feelings more, it's like no, 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 we're like we're getting to the root of the problem, and I'm there like triggering those like the ego and those traumas because i want it like i want it to be angry because i like it's underneath that anger that we can get to the hurt to the fear and then like dissolve it not you know talking about something for session so i'm actually a really like i have a direct approach in my coaching and that's actually the reason why at the beginning uh I did not want to work with people who were there super sensitive and being small and you know being kind of slow and like needing their time to open up and talking about feelings and actually and I want to say those of the feminine however it's not I don't feel I don't mean men and women I mean more of like that energy of just like more direct and decisive which is like a masculine energy rather than like uh the feminine is just like flowy and like sensitive and that's just that's a different energy. And, um, because I'm used to like in my life, like I'm really determined and I have like goal setting and intentions or whatever. So like, I'm used to like, go, go, go kind of, and getting quick results. So it was so unnatural for me to work in that way of like, okay, let's slowly open up your feelings or when are you ready? So that was not my approach. And that was really um, the reason for that truly was because I wasn't able to incorporate that into my life. So I feel like those that are there kind of like this is how we get results. And it's like, it works, it's efficient. However, it's not as powerful as when you combine the two. So can you there be sensitive with that part of yourself? It's like, why are you actually pushing? And like, what is in that for you? So that you're not like pushed, but rather you're pulled by that desire rather than like pushed by fear and pushed like, you know, you have to like, don't be weak and so on. Um, I remember I heard somewhere, it's like when uh, one of the coaches comparing that, the masculine is like, what inspires the masculine, like to work out, for example, and saying, it's like, you know, you're weak or you can do better. Like, you know, it's like kind of that. Well, the feminine is like, you look so great when you work out. you know. So I was like, those are really different. And for me, I was just like, how is that second one going to inspire anybody? Like, I want to challenge, you know, like I want to prove myself like that. That really worked for me. And it does work, but it's actually those when you combine the two that you can get the best results.
0: Yeah, right on. Um, I, I was I'm going to make this about me because I'm a narcissist um, 2011 August 28 2011 was the day I became a man um,
1: I want to hear that story <laughs> uh,
0: this is this is tough this is tough to talk about I, I hope I don't cry um, well I'll, I'll make it short because I've told this story on this podcast before I was uh, training for an MMA fight I was trying my best to make this my career. I was clueless. I just wanted to be a fighter. I wanted to be a musician previous, but I wanted to be a fighter. And I was in the gym every night, training as hard as I possibly could. There was a seven, eight month period, I think between, let's say, January, February of 2011 to August, where I was just, there was no stopping me. I went from nine to five job, six o'clock I was in the gym, 10 o'clock I was leaving. It was just heaven for me. Right. Um, I had a fight scheduled, uh, August 28, 2011. I was training a lot with my training partners and I was getting my ass kicked every single night. I was doing my best at that time, but my coach was like with three weeks to go before this fight, you're, you're just, you're getting your ass kicked. I can't let you represent the gym. If, if this is how you're going to be, you're not good enough. And I'm like, I heard that. And I'm like, fuck, Mm. I'm telling everybody I'm an MMA fighter. There's people have me in their phone as UFC Dave, which is the mixed martial arts organization in the US. Am I doing this just to be cool and tell people I do this? Or is it really making me happy? Um, So I went home. I cried for like fucking three days. That was a Friday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I went back to the gym on Monday. And I started taking motherfuckers heads off. I was training hard. And I was just like, if I don't do this, I can't fight in two and a half weeks. This is just not going to be a possibility. So I trained like a motherfucker for like two and a half weeks. I went in and I won the fight. And it was awesome. And I just take that mentality like that, that three week period. And I've taken that with me like 12 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, to the point where three months ago I lost my job and I was just like waking up in the morning with no purpose professionally just like looking at myself in the mirror going you're you're not trying hard enough to find a new job you got to try harder you're a loser I was like pure old school tough love on myself and it worked out I don't know but that's the that's the mentality I take Mm -hmm. and I think it works best for me. It may not work best for others, uh, but in my three years of coaching with CMA or maybe four five years now, five years, uh, it's not for everybody. I get that and I've had to make adjustments. So you are saying that you've had to make those adjustments too, which makes me feel a lot better about how I do business.
1: <laughs> I love that. And you know, that's the key of really knowing what is it in the best way that you operate And also I want to mention the getting out of the comfort zone in a sense that, you know, it's those people that are there like going quickly, quickly that like they're used to get quick results. And so it's like, actually what you need is to get out of that comfort zone. It's like, are you okay being patient? Are you okay for like, you know, not getting results yesterday, but like going slow and steady and maybe like, you know, training in a more consistent way without expecting results. Like, why is it not happening yesterday? Maybe I should just quit because I'm not getting results so fast. And if you're there, you to like, it's okay. Let's go with the flow. And, you know, I'll just keep training and not actually, you know, do that uncomfortable thing of like, you know, going forward with something in a really decisive way, that's your way. So it's like that balance of, you know, knowing what works, but also getting a little bit out of the comfort zone because that's where the growth's at.
0: True. And it also depends on what you want out of the task too. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I've got people who've been training with me for six years who just come consistently and don't get better. They just do what they do and they mm-hmm. show up and they go home. I've had people come for six weeks and have leaps and bounds become like way better from like a novice beginner to like someone who's ready to get in there and fight. Um,
1: They've and got that target.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, but again, depending is that your target is that what you want like i remember the day i stopped fighting like like to actually do it as a as a career or to do it as a passion like i just knew i didn't want to do this anymore like i still get in there and i spar but why do you keep doing it why what's your purpose and if someone is looking to better their mind are you just looking to have a chat with somebody? Or are you truly looking to make your life better by understanding how your mind works? Mm. And I think they would go to someone like you for that.
1: Yeah. There's also a lot of like, you know, I want to say like inner work tourism that it's kind of like, Oh, let's check, or, you know, like, I feel like even with the gym, it's kind of like, Oh, but I want to get, you know, uh, I had a friend who was a personal trainer. It was kind of like, I just want to get toned or like, well, I want abs. It's like, it's a whole body kind of thing, you know, <laughs> like, it's like you also have to watch what you eat. And it's like, it's not just, okay, I want to fix this part of me. It's like, a, it's not like plastic surgery type of thing. Yep. Um. And so it's like, you actually have to go into, this is what I want. And I'm serious about it. Cause so many people, you know, they're kind of just checking it out. It's like, oh, well, I didn't, I tried it. And I didn't get results or, you know, people, they're like, I tried everything. It's like, well, if you tried everything, you have probably gotten results. Cause yeah. in that everything, there is a result. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's, uh, I feel like there's a lot of that being really clear on what is it that's your target. And it's cool if it's just like, well, I just want to, you know, for example, if it's like meditation, I just want to feel lighter or I want to feel like, you know, having that release, which is kind of like what I advocate is, you know, there's no point of doing that or doing these practices if you're there and not learning. It's like a bucket. You fill it up, right? It's like, it fills up with trash. You empty it. It's like, but if you don't actually know how to not accumulate it anymore, there's not much point to it. But for some people, that's all they want. It's like I don't want to go deep; I just want to keep emptying that bucket, and I'm okay with that. Like that's enough for me. And it's the same thing. I feel like working out. It's like you know, they're there. Like maybe I just want to go there just to kind of try it out, and like you know, going every single day or you know once a week, and not actually have a particular target like result in mind, and like that works for them too, and that's that's fine.
0: Yeah, because. Like, yeah, I I know quite a few people who are confused as to why they don't have abs, but they're in Mm. the gym for uh, one hour on a Monday and one hour on a Wednesday. They eat shit. They drink like crazy at the weekend. They talk about it on Monday at the water cooler. Uh, You you say you're on this diet. I don't know what's not working here. Uh, (laughs) But what do you want? Do you want abs? Do you want to lose all the weight? Um, I lost a lot of weight over the last 13, 14 months. Right. And I, it's really confusing. I still ate like crap. I still have a beer most nights in the evening. Uh, Swiss chocolate. I don't know you probably agree. Fucking <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but I train all the time. I'm mm. constantly training. I'm constantly working on calories in calories out. And, um, i guess you parallel that across to the to the mind and how that all works like are you in this toxic situation and you're seeing a therapist for an hour once a week because that's cool but that's not going to help you much you got to you got to figure out that balance of what you want
1: yeah, that's why like, for example, this is the, like the difference that I work, the way I work clients is kind of like we go, okay, what is the target? And we do that, like the energetic and the subconscious work. But then there's that gap of like implementation that get two weeks. It's like, okay, now it's like, it's actually for you, like we shifted things. Now, can you actually take those steps in your life? Because it's kind of like, you know, if you talk about how crappy your body is and i want to bring like even we can link the body here because there's a lot of that like you know emotional eating or even like you know the working out like that can also be there's so much self-sabotage there um that can be going on when people address their bodies so it can also go with that that it's just like they're saying one thing that's like yes i want this change but in reality like are you making the choices that are supporting that or not
0: yeah because you, there's so much inconsistency in the world, whether it's political or what with what we're talking about right now. Um, but it's like, what's the goal? Are you just going yeah. to the gym to meet people or just to tell people that you're in the gym taking selfies going, hey, look, I'm working out. Um, or why would they seek someone uh, with what you put out there or with what you can help uh, with in, in a sense that, you know, I don't think that, one thing will fix the problem it's got to be a consistent yeah. goal and actions to support the end goal
1: yeah and i also want to bring in the word alignment here because that's so important first of all in any aspects of your life but it's really just the quality of your life is really depending on you know how much trust you have in yourself and how much love and support you feel for yourself And whether you're there, you know, putting yourself down or like, let's say, working out for, oh, I have to prove myself, or it's like, maybe I'll feel better if I accomplish this thing, or maybe I have this body, or whether it's coming from, I just love myself so much, I want to give myself more, you know, like, I want to be stronger, I want to be better, so where it's coming from, and that question of alignment that comes, that building that self-trust is really about, are your thoughts words and actions in alignment because if one of them is out you're first of all not going to achieve your goal and also you're i mean you're kind of telling your subconscious mind like i'm full of shit so why would your outer results and your outer life and really your outer like relationships anything be any different if you can't even be in alignment with yourself with those thoughts words and actions Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and all of this type of thinking is like i know you said that hippie bullshit like it used to be it used to be like sensitive oh uh, that's uh well I don't even know the word I'm choosing to describe it but it used to be frowned upon to talk and mm-hmm. want to talk like this
1: it's like woo woo yeah 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 because
0: the the mind is a very very powerful thing and it can consume you and stop you from making life-changing decisions
1: well there's um, so much I mean there's just so much research around it now and you know before it's like you know we're saying even like meditations or whatever those things were kind of I don't want to see frown upon that. I was just like, okay, it's that thing. Like, is that, you know, imaginary, made-believe fairyland kind of thing. But now, especially when you have so many successful people, so many CEOs like, you know, Tony Robbins or uh, Tim Ferriss, like they were, in, you know talking about um interviewing all these successful people and they're like yeah I have a practice I have a meditation practice I have like some kind of uh visualizations or intention setting like those things work and when you see like before I was like you know who meditates and I was like who doesn't like anybody with a successful business or like level like they do those practices because they're important because strengthening your mind really has to come first
0: Yeah. I was told recently that I I actually meditate and I've been meditating for the last 25 years without me knowing it. Mm -hmm. Um, all I need to do to center my brain, all I need to do to shut the world down. Um, especially when you commute to work, I used to commute an hour and 30 minutes every morning and an hour and 30 minutes every evening. Now it's just a 25 minute commute, but, um, I was that creepy guy staring out the window with the headphones on, you know, not making any uh, finding contact. Your next <laughs> finding, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in my brain. You see, that's the cool thing. If it stays in here, there's no lawsuits, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, my meditation was these beautiful creatures, Um, heavy metal. It always has to be heavy metal and just staring out a window and, that's how I, I guess, essentially was told you, you, you meditate. Are you, are you silent? Are you disconnected from the world? Are you talking to anyone or are you on your laptop or are you just genuinely staring out the window? Um, so, yeah, I would have looked at meditation as hippie bullshit. Um, but that centers me, that music, that silence, that staring really does center my mind. And I, I'm really starting to open not open my mind to the possibility of opening my mind. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. yeah. And I want to add to that, that you're meditating when you do what you love, when you're fully present with that, which you're doing. So for you, it was also fighting. I'm sure that that was meditative for you. It's like that place when there are no thoughts, meditation isn't trying like, oh, I'm in that place of blank. No, it's just like when you're fully present with what you're doing. And actually, the success of it isn't to, it's like, how many minutes can I go without thinking? It's actually, how quickly can you bring your mind into right now, into the present moment? That is a successful meditation. So I am sure that for you is actually when, you know, so many people are like, I don't know how to meditate. But it's like, if you're a dancer, if you love dancing, that's your meditation. If you're a fighter and you're like, that's your meditations when you're fully present and in the now rather than the past memories or the future projections.
0: Right. I talked about that exact thing with Chuck Liddell. I just dropped the name. I'm sorry. Chuck Liddell, former UFC Hall of Famer that I had on this podcast. Oh, Cool. There you go. Um, he said, and he said this, and I reson- it resonated so much with me, with everything that we've got going on in our lives as fighters who have screws loose, um, whether it's family, work, money, financial decisions, the chaotic nine to fives that we live. When I go into the gym and the music is on mm. and I click the bell for three minutes and I have my gloves on and my mouthpiece in and there's a guy standing across from me ready to go. I'm only thinking about him, his face and where he's putting his hands. And it's it it, it enables me to shut my mind off from every single thing. It's a beautiful feeling. And when people talk to me about how could you get in there and let someone intentionally hit you in the face? I literally now tell them that it's my meditation. It's so strange.
1: That's beautiful. I'm, like, I'm smiling wide as you're sharing that because I can really feel that as you're speaking about it. It is like a really deep presence, um, experience of deep presence for you. It's beautiful.
0: Because they think we're animals, they think we're just guys looking to take each other's heads off in these testosterone filled moments of hatred but some of my closest friends are people I've actually fought, got in there, and, mm-hmm. you know, with a referee in a crowd. And it's just, yeah. Like I think I'm, what I'm trying to say is there are different ways of meditation. Uh, my way is one. I think your way is another. Maybe there's millions of them out there. I don't know. But, and tell uh, me
1: why is that important? Like for you, what, um, why do you feel that's important? How has that changed? your life, your experience, when you started those kind of practices, or when you had, you know, um, for example, st- some mornings, like if you skip that, and you didn't have that blank uh, space kind of, how, well, what was the impact? I haven't,
0: like, I haven't had any training in the last three weeks. It's been a very, very busy time for me right now. I do this mm-hmm. podcast in my spare time, and I have had no spare time. Um, but when I don't do that, I really feel like I've missed something this week. Mm. Like there's a physical ache that I have in my muscles that I need to get the punching going. I need to hit a bag or some dude's face um, or have someone hit me in the face. We, we have screws loose. There's no question about that. I get hit in the head all the time. Uh, I don't <laughs> hopefully don't have any brain trauma uh, because I'm not. We don't like we train smart at CMA but um but yeah there's there's like it's like when you haven't heard music all day like you you've gone from six o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock at night and you haven't heard a song like you've missed i feel like i've missed i need to put on a song it's the same with fighting i i need to spar i need to throw punches against a bag there's like a not a testosterone filled requirement but it's just like that's it's
1: a connection to the body from what yeah. it sounds like. It's just that need of connecting. Uh, yeah, that, that's really beautiful. It's powerful. Mm-hmm.
0: And when people talk about fighting or training or boxing training, they already think, oh, it's too dangerous. I don't want to get hit. I value my face. When you're training, to talk about what I do. You can go into a gym and not get hit in the face for six months. If you don't want to, you just got to tell your coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that if you have people come into your sessions, they're not going to be, you know, sitting in a puddle of their own tears on night number one you know there's a progression you ease into it i would imagine
1: i'll right? tell you that's actually my target <laughs>
0: <laughs> to cry on the first night holy jesus well,
1: pretty much because it's kind of like okay like some people don't open up to that point but we're just like okay because my approach is like very boot camp like like you said so it's kind of like if you want results like we're not here to prolong this process forever like if you want results like let's go and it's actually just really being comfortable disassociating because you know we live in this place of like oh I am my emotions or I am my struggles I am my insecurities it's like you're none of that but just looking at that and actually that's a beautiful metaphor that I'm using right now with the boxing it's like you're just looking at that as an opponent like it's not you because we feel like okay I'm this whole thing I am me and I'm the opponent and I'm the whole rank it's like no 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 it's just like those are separate things so you separate that they are different aspects of you and can you go forward instead of being afraid of it And so actually my target is like, can we first of all, just understand that it's separate from you and then how do we move through that so we don't run away from it, but we can have a, you know, like a decent fight and a decent kind of um, dialogue and like move through that. So my target is actually like, you know, not easing it, like we ease into it in the sense of like creating a safe container for it, but going straight at it because I believe in like quick results and, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be prolonged more than, it's like taking off the bandaid really slowly, you know. It's just like you can just take it off, and it will heal, and you're done with it.
0: My God, I want to do <laughs> I want to do one of your sessions, and my goal is to not cry on night. <laughs> to not home. cry. God damn it, that is hilarious. That's tough because I I want the opposite. I want to get new people in and just say, hey, listen, take that perception out of it. Well, you're not going to get hit. No one's going to hit you. You're just going to learn how to move your body and. We're going to ease into it. And if you are six months down the line and you want to hit a bag or you want to hit someone, please we'll make that work. And you're not going to go to work with your suit with a black eye or missing teeth, like I had to do, <laughs> you know? All <laughs> the no, I'm there.
1: I address my workouts the same way. I'm just like, you know, if I want results, I want them quick and like I want to hurt. Like I wanna feel like sore and everything. Like, let's go full on. And this is kind of that. Like, if you want, you can have that transformation really quickly. And it's so often that we're going into like, oh, but it's taking time or it's not working. And actually, like the mind has, uh, it's not working. There is something else to do, and I'm tired. It's like when you start to really go for what you want. Those are the three weapons that it really uses. So it's kind of like just understanding what those are. And like, no, no, I see what you're doing. We're not, we're not going into that. And part of it's just like, no, no, I'm just gonna push through no matter what. And there is a level of like, okay, we want to be comfortable, but we also don't because growth is outside of that comfort zone
0: right 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 makes sense that's uh that's an interesting concept that this animal wants to teach people that it's okay to take your time and be slow and learn the process and then you got this very kind sweet looking sensitive lady who's taking their clients and just (laughs) beating them down with a stick until they cry 30 minutes (laughs) into first session, you know, it's hilarious.
1: But the crying, you know, it's kind of like, and that's actually what came up for me when you were sharing about uh, your experience of like, when you were told not good enough, it's like, the crying is actually a release. And so people, people are like, Oh, but I don't want to cry. And I don't want to be sensitive. It's like, you just do that. Like the mind makes it so much worse. And like, you do that, you have that release and it's done. Like, Anger or sadness, like from Chinese medicine, it only takes a few minutes to move through you, like maximum five, maybe like fifteen at most. But because we're just like letting it out, drop by drop by drop, it can take years to process. And it doesn't have to be that way. That's what for me, it's like no, no, we're going full on, like we're giving it our all, so it moves through and it's finished in one session. So we don't have to drag this on for years because that's what most people do. And it doesn't have to be that way. It's so much easier.
0: Right, right, makes sense. Well, it's intense though, huh?
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
0: um. So, what's the goal for you here now? You got your, uh, I guess you got clients. You got a, like a business to, for, to to push people towards. What is? That? I
1: work with one on one, uh, with clients. So taking that, whether um there is something that they're a target that they're going through, but they're going towards rather. But then there is subconscious self sabotage, or they for some reason they're like moving the opposite direction even though they've tried 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 and they're getting out of it or um sometimes it's something particular that they want to move through their life like trauma or something that they want to go deeper with and kind of like release it fully and sometimes it's just they want to deepen into that connection of like i don't know who i am or like everything that i've accomplished that i'm supposed to accomplish like i have that checklist and nothing makes me happy where i'm at and this is something that i do one-on-one
0: Right. And then I like, oh, I love your Instagram. Your Instagram is my, my daily dose of, of mental healing, I guess. what you I do share there.
1: a lot of that in the stories as well. Just like daily tips and things that are like, especially I post a lot after right after my meditation, just like what comes through. It's like, what can be helpful. So yeah, Instagram is definitely where I'm at and I share a lot.
0: Excellent. I'll put a link for the Instagram down here. I would encourage everybody to check that out for God's sakes. It's awesome um it's really really uh it's it's prodding because you're kind of prodding like you give your take on what you've experienced and you're like well what do you experience and you have these little questionnaires and polls and stuff where it's like i really got to sit down and think about this one not just see what you're doing and then next because we've got short attention spans as human beings now um then, I had
1: one of my friends, uh, he was looking at the, uh, the post and he's like, you know what? I was every time I go into it was like, oh damn, it. I knew there was going to be a deep question this morning. Because <laughs> that's how those, those usually are. Because you know, it's not about me saying, well, this is how it is, or you know, this is what this teacher said, or this is those wise words. It's like, what does it mean actually to you? Because that's where the change's at.
0: Yeah, which is really cool because you're not just putting it out there and showing the world what you're doing, you're really getting people engaged. And hmm. that's what the world is missing because social media and I was taken over with, oh, look at my dinner, look at where I am, look at my holiday, look how wonderful my life really isn't, but this is what I choose to put out there. Your stuff is really like, um, I was going to say the word provocative, but it's not provocative. It's like, it's pro- would you say prodding for like
1: i would also get, say provocative <laughs> is
0: it provocative i don't want to say provocative <laughs> to because, some
1: to some people it is you know right. like to some it is. it is like it's uh it ruffles feathers
0: yeah ruffles feathers i guess you could use provocative we use it as a more sexual term but it's not mm-hmm. i guess the case here um but i love it i that it's my daily dose of of mental medicine <laughs> i love know? that
1: go um, achieved
0: <laughs> there you go and then your your i guess your other goal is like the youtube channel
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I also promote a lot there. Actually, one of the things that I'm I've recently started was a membership, which is a monthly membership where I really have a lot more. Like I go in depth there with workshops and practices, and also like a live Q and A for. Um, it's not as intimate as the one on one sessions, and like we don't go as deep, but it's still like to kind of dip your toes in there and to that kind of work and going into okay, how can I improve my life? How can I? What are those? Um, blocks that my mind is, um, you know, throwing at me and how I can overcome that. And some of that I share as well on my YouTube. Uh, that's also the powerful self. Um, but yeah, the membership is really something that is more of a deep dive.
0: Sounds awesome. It's really cool. I love what you put out there. Uh, do yeah. you have any final words for someone who's listening that would, um, that would not get what, what approach you're, ta- you're taking and more once what I'm giving out, which is a punching bag and someone to punch their face. <laughs>
1: um, I would say, ask why, like, what is your why? And oftentimes, you know, when we're going, this is such a typical thing, like we're asked, like, what is your why for doing, you know, whatever it is that you do every day. And I want to take it a bit further to really understanding the why if it's coming from lack or if it's coming from abundance and asking what is that why for yourself and what is that why for others because sometimes like well to prove something or you know maybe it's like a good goal um like a more positive one but there's always those two whys and really understanding why do you do what you do what does that mean for you and what does that mean to how you show up in the world or how others see you and understanding you know, this is really like the quality of your life is determined by the questions you ask. So why are you doing what you do?
0: Beautiful. I love it. I don't need to go any further. That, that's good for me. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Thank you so much for having me on here. It was really awesome.
0: It's my pleasure. Guys, thank you very much for, oh my God, I just banged my tape. Guys, thank you very much for watching and listening. Do me a favor, go to Anna's stuff. Check out what she puts out there on Instagram and on YouTube. Uh, I guarantee you will not be disappointed. Also, if you like what I'm doing, keep following. Hit the subscribe button if you've not hit the subscribe button already. It helps me. Uh, Go to our Instagram. I do most of my content on Instagram, which is at City Martial Arts. Uh, We have a Facebook, but I'm not really active on that Facebook. Um, But other than that, guys, just just enjoy life, do what makes you happy for God's sakes. Am I right?
1: Absolutely.
0: Awesome. Anna, you're a beautiful human being. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank
1: you so much. You too. And it's really been a pleasure to be part of this. And I absolutely love, you know, you've been praising me so much. I absolutely love the content that you put out. I absolutely love just the joy of everyone we we're talking like you know you are really light up when you talk about this because i can really feel that and this is the importance of more people doing that which they love and putting this out and sharing this with the world
0: so there they, you go yeah. that's goal achieved right there awesome thank you very much guys rock and roll